Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game due to the game's efforts we now have turf that needs less water courses that are more sustainable with many now offering natural wildlife habitats from the days of old tom morris golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game but don't take my word for it jack nicholas agrees if you love golf like i do thank a golf course superintendent A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Hey, what does it take to be the number one irons in golf? Well, if you ask the engineers at Callaway, they'll tell you one thing, innovation. And they would know because Callaway's face cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf. The face cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods 
and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face, and the second Callaway started engineering irons with face cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness, and of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology, and they've all made Callaway the number one irons in golf. To learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf, go to CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Reshape your golf game at Uinta Golf with the new TaylorMade Sim Family. The new Sim Shape and Motion Series is here, featuring the Sim, Sim Max, and Sim Max D-Type drivers, fairways, and rescues. Sim Woods have been reshaped to increase your distance and swing speed, while the Sim Irons are made so you no longer have to compromise distance and feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new TaylorMade Sim Series golf club. Now at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on a March 7th, and happy birthday to me. Um, I know you all wanted to say it. So 46 <laughs> years young today, feeling 46 years old, however. Uh, but I appreciate uh, all of you for tuning in and joining us over the last 20 years, talking golf with you. Good to be with you, and uh, reminded we're just uh, a little over 30 days from the Masters and excited to be broadcasting live from Augusta National and the press building once again. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that Augusta National monitoring the situation with the coronavirus and sending a memo out this week. Everything is on schedule and will continue as they continue to monitor that situation. It was actually a thought that I had, Bob, uh, wondering, you know, might this cancel such a gathering as the Masters? And it would be terribly historic, but uh, something that uh, was in my mind. So I appreciated Augusta National being um, proactive and letting us know they're monitoring the situation. But uh, as of now, everything is moving forward. So that's good. But before we get to Augusta next week, we have the Players Championship. Excited to see how that one plays out expected to see tiger woods playing and the chase for 83 continuing although nota begay saying earlier this week that you know tiger just this this part of the struggle with his back 
Well, that's that's an interesting part of this whole situation. But, you know, he's in some warm weather now. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he's able to practice enough, get himself prepared and ready. He wasn't ready this week to play at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, where he's won, what, eight times, yeah. something like that? Yeah, eight times. So um, hopefully he will be ready, and he wants to play a couple times before he – gets to Augusta. We're going to talk more about that and uh, as well as Rory McIlroy, number one player in the world, playing again this week. Really exciting player. Had some good comments as well about the PGL. I guess at this point in time, Bob, uh, time, Bob we would have to put ourselves in the camp that says we're pro PGA Tour and not for this new PGL proposed league. Oh, 100% for PGA Tour. No doubt about it. No, I, well, I just wanted to make sure we're we're gonna come out with Rory. For me, I might and uh, say you know we're 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 out on this whole PGL thing. Not that we were ever in. Look, we had nothing to gain from it for sure. But uh, like I said from the very beginning, unless an organization was doing things poorly and people were unhappy with current status quo, then Correct. why the need for change? And that did not seem to be the case. We're going to welcome in the Utah Utes men's golf coach, Garrett Clegg, later this hour. Talk a little college golf, how you build a college program these days, recruiting and so forth. Plus, continue this talk and get ready for TPC. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. We'll be right back. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance. It's why Callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row. And this year, they created an iron that the world has never seen, Maverick. Callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence. Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded, Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. 
How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built a new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver a an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment enhancing triple track technology. So you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Brian and Bob with you. Hey, this week, get ready. The new Callaway Chrome Soft is coming out on March 12th. And how'd Callaway make their Chrome Soft the most advanced tour ball ever? Well, they stripped the ball and their U.S. factory down to the studs. They invested to rebuild the plant and reconstruct the new Chrome Soft. It's got a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover. This adds up to Callaway's fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. Built for total performance, this ball changes everything. Get Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. And that is today. It comes out March 12th. You can pre-order today at CallawayGolf.com. And by the way, for the first time, Chrome Soft, as well as the Chrome Soft X, has the triple track technology on on the ball as well. So uh, check it out at CallawayGolf.com. All right, Bob, uh, we appreciate uh, uh, everybody for being with us here as we get ready for next week's Players' Championship. Arnold Palmer Invitational this week, uh, which is fantastic. Again, you, we mentioned in the in the open there that Tiger not playing eight times a winner, which is remarkable. Um, Tiger's still in the news this week, though, as Rory McIlroy trying his best to do his Tiger Woods impersonation. Or impression, <laughs> however you will. It's it's unbelievable that coming into this week, Rory McIlroy has had six consecutive top five finishes this season. All right, another yep. one this week, and he'll join Tiger as the only players with seven straight top fives in the last twenty years. So we talk about how long we've been doing this radio show, Bob, but we've only seen that happen once, and it could happen again this week. Well, and that's pretty crazy because uh, the, you know we've all lauded Tiger's consistency and what he's been able to do and how he's been able to play. And keep it going, uh, keeping himself at top of the world rankings for so long. And now we have Rory McIlroy coming into the mix. And and here he is, as you said, he's got those six top fives. And that's the kind of player that we're looking for. That's the kind of guy that makes it to the top of the world rankings and is number one and keeps that position by being able to play well um, and also being consistent in his play and constantly at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, and he, you know, again, uh, will be the number one betting favorite, at least at this point in time, according to Bet Online, Rory McIlroy, the odds on favorite to win all four of the major championships uh, already here. And we're, we're just over 30 days away from the first one. Uh, Rory 13 to 2, John Rahm 11 to 1. Do you agree? And Tiger Woods comes in at 12 to 1 third. So I, I guess that's an interesting question. If you were throwing some of your hard earned money down right now, Bob Casper, you, you going with Rory or are you going with Tiger or Rahm there in those top well, three? I, I think you've got to go with Rory. Uh, he's proved it with his play so far. And, and until he, um, until he doesn't play as well, then, then, um, 
then I would think you, you it would bring some things into question. But Rory is definitely the guy that's that's playing the best golf right now, playing the best golf in the world. And I think he's he's probably got a pretty good chance this year if he if he allows himself to and and if he allows himself to go into the Masters in peak form, I think Rory's got Rory's got the uh, the the favorite chance of winning the tournament. Well, you look at putting too at Augusta, right? I mean, it always comes down to how's that flat stick go. You could pin that sure. on a lot of the players, and if you, Rory has one chink in the armor, so to speak, I don't know that. It would have to be putting, you know, looking at his statistics. He's pretty much top 10, top 15 in every category except strokes gain putting. So um, from that standpoint, is that going to be the thing that might be his Achilles heel at Augusta National? Well, he's always been a streaky kind of a putter. And, you know, he's he's doing well right now. I think I think putting's not going to be a big uh, a big deal for him at, at Augusta National. I think he'll do everything he needs to do to make sure that that's spot on. You can guarantee he's working on it right now. Uh, he's working hard to make sure that that his speeds are good and and all that kind of thing as he's practicing and building up. That's the thing that people don't understand, they don't, they don't just show up at at the Masters and hope they play well that week. Everything they do, all their schedule, all their play, all their practice – and everything gears towards the first major championship of the year, and that's what Rory's doing right now. So I could talk about Tiger Woods. I did not play this week, although an eight-time winner. We thought Bay Hill, and many of us pictured the or or pointed to this week's event at the Arnold Palmer Invitational as the one where number eighty-three might happen, and it would be win number nine at Bay Hill for Tiger Woods. But not able to go this week. At Nota Begay shedding some light on that earlier this week saying, look, this is just what Tiger's got to deal with right now. You know, sometimes the back cooperates, sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, he's basically now taken three weeks off of events that he has played in the past, expecting him to play it at uh, the players. And, and then according to one of my sources, it's going to be kind of an every other thing, not wanting to play two weeks in a row. So playing next week at the players and then taking Valspar off, which is another course that he's played and then playing the next week, which would be match play. And then taking off the next week in preparation for the Masters the following week. Yeah, that that next week is the Texas Open, so that's the logical that's the logical way for him to go between now and the Masters, um, playing the Players Championship as you said, playing the the match play, um, get himself ready to 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 go into Augusta and the Masters and have an opportunity to win. Now, if he can't go next week. Um, because his back's just not up to up to snuff, then you know maybe it's the Valspar um, and possibly the World Match play. And then he would play two weeks in a row, but that's not what he wants to do. He wants to play a week, have a week off, chance to rest, chance to recuperate, figure out what he's doing. That you know, like next week at the Players, figure out what he's doing, work on the things he needs to work on, then uh, play in the Match play, and then. Another he, Tiger never plays the week before a major championship, so that's that's pretty much what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully that'll happen. We'll see what happens. Speaking of um, the Masters, I mentioned that there was a memo sent out uh, this week that basically said, "Look, the safety, health, and well-being of everyone is our top priority at Augusta National Golf Club. We are therefore mindful of the novel." Car- 
coronavirus COVID-19. What are we calling that? Is that COVID. COVID-19. Are we going with COVID on that? Okay. That's what everybody goes with. All right. Yep. Which has been widely reported and continues to spread in areas where it has been detected. Uh, Augusta National is not only monitoring the situation closely, but also consulting with relevant experts, including the World Health Organization, the CDC, Georgia Department of Public Health, and local authorities. As a result of this collaboration and based upon our knowledge of the situation at this time, we are proceeding as scheduled for the Augusta National Women's Amateur, the Drive, Chip, and Putt National Finals, and the Masters Tournament. We will continue to review the available facts and information with the experts and authorities, establish precautions, and take appropriate action to ensure the safety of all involved. I wonder what kind of precautions they're going to take. Yeah. They don't, they're not going to lie. You just grab, um, you know, ice cream bars out of the freezer. You got to ask somebody to do it for you, maybe. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I would think uh, maybe out on the golf course they might have, um, you know, some type of uh, disinfectant gel and that kind of thing for people uh, around the golf course. You know, people are going to need to wash their hands and, and be mindful of, of others and that kind of thing, especially, you know, if they're sneezing or coughing. That, so can, can, you see, can you see a master's green um, medical mask? For sale at Augusta National or being handed out? I mean, think of that. I, I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> think of all the patrons all masked up with the uh, Augusta National green with the yellow logo on there. Yeah. <laughs> at least a logo, you know, green with a white white logo, you know, that outline logo that they yeah. have or whatever. Yeah, I mean, look, anything but, with a with a master's logo on it sells, right? So yeah. why why not why not put one of these uh, protective masks? So look, they're they're really encouraging people not to go overboard on the mask. The medical professionals sure. need it for sure. Um, but anyway, so hey, listen, now that's enough of the coronavirus talk. But uh, thankfully, and and again, like I said, I I was wondering if plans would be changed, and thankfully they're not. And 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 we'll go forward, and we'll look forward to bringing you continued coverage as we look forward to the upcoming Masters Tournament. Uh, when we come back, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We're going to talk some college golf. Garrett Clegg, my alma mater, Utah Utes men's golf coach, on building a program in college today, the recruiting process and all that goes in it, and his take on bifurcation. It's all next on Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy 
and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio. We're going to shift gears just a little bit. As we mentioned, we're going to talk a little bit of college golf. Really pleased to welcome the head golf coach for my alma mater, the men's golf coach for the University of Utah, Garrett Clegg, kind enough to join us right now. Hey, Garrett, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I should say coach. I should be respectful. Coach, let me do that again. Coach, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Garrett, Garrett's fine. Most everybody calls me G. So uh, any, anything you want is just great. Anywhere from Garrett G, Coach Clegg, uh, it'll work. Coach G, yeah, maybe. Anything. Uh, anything. Uh, hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to bring you on, and I appreciate you taking some time. You, you've been around the, the Pac-12. You, you were at Washington, Washington State. Uh, you, you're now here at the University of Utah. You guys head to Band and Dune next week as the defending champs in that event, uh, which is great, by the way. Uh, but but talk about what this is like building this program. You've been at Utah for, is it four years now? Yeah, in the middle of my fourth year. So came in May of 2016 is when I started. What's the cult, what is it like coming in new to a program and then building out a culture and a team? Just kind of maybe talk us through that process in college golf these days. Sure. So for me, coming coming to the U was returning home, my alma mater as well. So, you know, you referenced that I've been in the Pac-12, uh, every place I've coached. I started my coaching career as the assistant coach at the University of Washington, uh, learned from Matt Thurman, who is now the head coach at ASU. He, ha- he has Utah ties also. He was a BYU grad. Uh, and, and anyway, so I, I got up there, learned, learned a lot about how to recruit what it is to build a program, uh, really how to, uh, how to make your uh, college golf team or college golf program sort of a big enterprise. And, and then I was able to get some head coaching experience at Washington State University. And when the opportunity came to come to the U, uh, it, was, it was a great time for, for my family, for, for us to, to make that switch and make that move. 
And, and then once we got here, you know, the program hadn't been performing at the level that I think most of the golf community felt like it should be. Uh, you know, we've got an incredible golf community in and around Salt Lake City. We have a ton of golf courses, tons of public. Everybody plays golf. And so uh, really everybody expected us to be capable of, of having a, a really good program. And the U, you know, in order to build that, there is a lot of um, funding that, that has to take place. And the University of Utah decided they were going to dedicate the resources necessary to, to build a program, to be able to recruit to travel, travel wherever we needed to travel to recruit, to be able to compete in the best tournaments, travel wherever we need to, to, to compete. Uh, and, and once you have that opportunity, then you can really start getting players to, to come here. You know, you, you, my, my roster, we'll, we'll probably talk about, it's pretty eclectic. I have a lot of international players, um, and, and I'm able to go, uh, go out and travel really around the world to be able to recruit those players to bring them here to Salt Lake City. So it's not only players from the state of Utah, but tell us where some of those players, you're, you said you're eclectic, um, mm-hmm. your eclectic roster. Tell us where you've traveled to and some of the players that you brought in. Yeah, so in basically every recruiting class I've had since I've been here has been one in-state or two in-state kids and then one or two international kids as well. So my first, very first recruiting class was Blake Tomlinson from Skyline High, a great Utah player, uh, played awesome in Utah Junior Golf, uh, accompanied also with Tristan Mandur from uh, Vancouver Island, British Columbia. And then after that, we brought a kid in from, we brought two kids in from Sweden, one from Spain, um, and, and really... I travel to Europe at least once a year, sometimes twice, and my assistant goes once, and we get over there and we uh, recruit like crazy, and we watch a bunch of tournaments, we watch a bunch of players, and try and find the best ones. And and our real reasoning behind that is, you know, the U.S. kids, they grow up all wanting to go to college, and our history at the University of Utah wasn't, isn't a grand history, you know, so... A, a kid, most kids aren't sitting at home saying, man, I'm dying to get to the University of Utah to play on their golf team. There's plenty that are, and there's plenty of local kids that are, but you get down to California and and they're not saying that. They're trying to get to Stanford or to USC or to UCLA or to, you know, to those schools, not necessarily get to the University of Utah. And so we had to go where kids don't know a lot about college golf other than you know, a lot of these European kids come over and play college golf. They know about college golf, but they, they aren't tied in super close with, with universities or with programs. So then we can run the, the recruiting race and, and have opportunities for them here in Salt Lake. And our, our city's big enough. It's really easy to get in and out of Salt Lake International Airport. And that's, that's sort of how we've come up with the roster that we have. Coach Garrett Clegg from the University of Utah joining us here on Real Golf Radio, talking a little bit of college golf. It's really interesting, and and I think what you just described is is the game of golf. It really is an international game. Not only you know on the PGA Tour as we as you see so many international players. In fact, the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week has had four consecutive international champions uh, winners of of this event. So, but you're you're seeing this the global effect that the game of golf has had. And and I guess if you're 
polling guys from Sweden, uh, they're used to the seasonal uh, climate that you have there in Salt Lake City, right? Um, so maybe yeah. it's not so much so different to come and play in a seasonal place as opposed to going to uh, an Arizona or a California. Our our weather is a lot better than the weather in Sweden. So when they come <laughs> here, when they come here, it's a major improvement. Uh, you know, it's it's really. I mean, our weather really isn't that bad. You know, it was a gorgeous day out there today. We had a great practice. Uh, you know, if you compare it to the Midwest or to, you know, to Sweden, uh, we've, we've got pretty tropical weather. But uh, our Spaniard gets a little cold. <laughs> he, had a, he had a pretty cold winter this year. It was a little tougher on him. But, uh, but no, it's, it's, it is a global game. And these, you know, if you follow, when, when you follow college golf, when you turn on the NCAA championships, it'll be on TV. Uh, you're going to see a lot of kids from all over the world competing in it. Because you're because you're picking up those guys from uh, you know like Europe and and other parts of the world and that kind of thing. Is it tough getting them into school or getting them qualified for school? Not necessarily. Our biggest thing for the University of Utah actually is we we have really high English proficiency standards. So the the academic part of it, if it was just like their SAT test and their GPA, right. it it would be simple. Uh, it's our English proficiency is is the highest of the three institutions I've coached at, uh, believe it or not. So uh, that's that's a big challenge for us, uh, getting kids in. But the Swedes speak really, really good English. Their, their English is, is not a challenge at all. Our, our Spaniard, he it took him a lot of uh, – he had to do a lot of studying and, and take the English proficiency test a number of times in order to get a high enough grade or high enough score to be accepted at, at the U. So that's, that is our biggest challenge with international kids. Hey, Garrett, what's it like uh, being a, a program that is certainly small in comparison to, say, men's football, obviously, football or men's basketball? And, uh, and, and how, how, how's the university? You said they've, they've, they've put the investment in there, but what have they done? What facilities, things like that, and, and uh, resources have they given to you to be able to, to build this program? Yeah, so if you're a member of our program, you have a junior membership at Salt Lake Country Club. Mm. We've, we've got a deal there, so everybody on the team gets to play and practice out there uh, all year long, all, even during the summer months. So, so, you know, a kid from Salt Lake, uh, if he's sticking around, he's, he, he gets to practice all he wants at Salt Lake Country Club. That's a pretty amazing place to be. Uh, that, that costs us a decent amount of money, and those are resources that the athletic department was willing to, to provide us. Also, you know, uh, our recruiting budget, I mean, you know, football, I think it's published, spends over a million dollars in recruiting, and they're recruiting 85, or not 85, but classes of 25 athletes, uh, you know, that sign each each year. Our recu- recruiting classes are two or three, but, but when I got, when I came here, the recruiting budget, they they tripled that for us from what they used to have. And, wow. and our travel budget, they added quite a, quite a substantial amount. Plus, they allowed me to hire a full-time assistant, which is the first time in University of Utah's program history to have a full-time assistant. You know, when I played, we didn't even have a full-time coach. And the coach <laughs> before me, he was, he was full-time, but he really was paid like a part-time coach. You know, the, so the university is really, really up everything and every, every part of it for our program. Mm. And, then, so, and then also on top of that, we're, we are building an indoor facility that the groundbreaking is going to happen on the uh, 19th of, of this month. 
Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's Thank awesome. You. So so golf is kind of interesting because um, you know, in the team sports and that kind of thing, you play within conference and and that kind of thing. But in golf, you can go out and play in tournaments um, outside of your conference or most of the tournaments you do play are outside of your conference. And then everybody calls, comes all back together for the conference championship and that type of thing. Explain a little bit about that. Yeah, you, you kind of pick and choose your schedule. And uh, basically the only time you play against everyone in your conference is at your conference championship. But we play in, I think it's 12, well, 11 regular season events and then a 12th with our conference. Um, maybe it's only 10 this year, but just depending on the year, we have a, we have a finite number of days we're allowed to use when we make our schedule. And so you can choose to play in three day tournaments, two day tournaments, but our, our, like this week we're playing at band and dunes. It's a three day tournament and it is hosted by the university of Idaho. They're technically the host school, but there'll be pac 12 teams. There'll be, uh, big 12 teams. There'll be, um, mountain West teams. There'll be, you know, a, all sorts of different conferences represented at that tournament. I think there will be 18 teams, 15 or 18 schools that'll be there. And that's pretty standard. Most tournaments are between 12 and 15 to 18 schools from tons of different conferences, usually for the most part, fairly regional. The ones that are, uh, that pull from everywhere are tournaments like Hawaii or, you know, there's, there's one just in, in Cabo, um, you know, so there's a few that will pull teams from all over the country, but most are relatively regional in, in their representation. Coach Garrett Clegg from the University of Utah joining us here, talking a little college golf. Uh, we had Tom Pernice Jr. on the show. I just got to throw this out and get your opinion. He's pretty much in favor of bifurcation. He said, uh, you know, look, let's let's have a different standard uh, for what the tour players are doing, the, the top 1% of all of golfers versus the amateur game. Do you see an issue with that, and do you think that will ever happen, and how would that affect how you coached in the college ranks? So I <laughs> – I kind of disagree with Tom. Okay. So I, I see an issue with it in that at what time do these kids change? You know, it's, if you went from, and I guess in baseball, they go from an aluminum bat to a, uh, to a wooden bat. But if you went from a pro V one X and you're hitting it and you're carrying it 295 yards, and then all of a sudden you turn 18, you play in college golf, you got to start playing a Titleist Tour Bellata, a wound ball or something like that at a steel shafted club or, you know, they fly so much differently. You have to kind of relearn the game at that point. Yeah. And so I think it'd be even harder for kids to make that jump. And it, once they get to college, it's, whenever that point begins, it's, it's a total different game they have to learn how to play. It's not the same as swinging a bat that's made of a different material. You know, the ball spins so much more, which makes it curve a lot different when it lands in greens, how it spins, when your how your wedge shots come off the face. Uh, I mean, every bit of that completely changes the way the golf, with the way the game is played. I'm more in favor of, um, you know, if, if they want to slow the ball down, they can do it by the thickness of the driver and the three wood. You know, those faces are so thin. I mean, we, we crack those things. My, my high-speed players, they go through a driver every six to eight weeks. It's just wow. their, their faces crack. You know, they're, they're, they've t- they push limits there. If you want to do that, make those clubs 
travel less distance, but perform relatively similar and, or gradually work the ball down. But if you have a completely different type of game, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a totally different game. I, I don't know when the last time you guys went out and played around with a title of Um uh, but I know, like, I was speaking with a with, a, with another college coach, and, and he had a he put on a little nine-hole deal with his players where he gave them Wilson staff uh, blades, he gave them persimmon heads, and Titleist scored a lot of balls and sent them out and played, and <laughs> his best score was over 40 in nine holes. It's a really? different game. Yeah, I mean, it's you chip it totally different, you wedge it totally different. Uh, you know, I mean, just just look at the way chip shots are executed in today's game versus Jack Nicholas and and Tom Watson and and some of those guys. And you know, they they played a totally different game because it was a different ball. Yeah, interesting. Coach Garrett Clegg, University of Utah, joining us. All right, uh, in the last minute or so we have here, got to give you an opportunity to brag on some of your players. Uh, maybe let, let us know, who, who, who do you like? I mean, not who you like, you like them all. But who are some players of note, especially coming in this week as you guys defend at Bandon Dunes? Who are some of the we should keep an eye on that we'll be seeing out there? Yeah, so Blake Tomlinson won the tournament individually last year. Uh, great, great player, and Bandon allows Blake talking a high speed. Blake's a massively high speed player. His driver swings at about 125 to one, almost 130 occasionally. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when he has room on a course like Band, or we're on Pacific this year, but when there's a lot of room, he has a lot of ability to succeed. And uh, and so he won last year. I, I'm, I'm hoping for great things of him this year. Tristan Mandurer finished third individually in the tournament last year. He'll be back there. Uh, I, 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 Hope he'll play great. He's he looked phenomenal. He's been looking fantastic for the last week and a half. And then uh, also Mitchell Scow is our captain and, and kind of leader this year. He's a senior and and I you know, he didn't play great there last year, uh, but he's got a little bit better control of his golf ball this year. So hopefully he can uh, he can have a good one for us. All right. Well, that's good stuff. Coach, we appreciate you taking some time. Again, uh, thanks for all the work you're doing and turning the program away there around there at uh, the University of Utah. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it, you guys. All right. There you go. Coach Garrett Clegg, men's golf coach at the University of Utah. A little college golf discussion there. I found some really interesting things and some points that came out there. Uh, nice job, Coach. Did a good job. We'll take a short break. The show continues next. the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at riversmith.com. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something, uh, 
Something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers, not Callaway. Because maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you right here on the show. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with their new Maverick driver. Uh, Bob, I was out hitting it on the range. Finally got some good weather out here. Man. It's, it's really, really good. I just put in my order. Did you? Yes. Congratulations. Yes, I actually I had uh, one of the local pros was out there hitting balls, and he saw me hitting that Maverick, and he walk, walked by, and he goes, I just hit that for the first time. Don't tell the other company that I'm affiliated with. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's really good. So, That's awesome. Yeah, if you haven't checked it out, uh, New Distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at Callaway Golf. Dot com And uh, thanks to Garrett Clegg for joining us. Really kind of some interesting stuff there, Bob. Uh, you know, trying to talk the best players in the world into coming to Salt Lake City, Utah. They were best amateur golfers in the world. Sorry. Yes. Well, in, speaking of in the context of college golfers. Right. Um, they were able to go out and get junior memberships for all the members of the team at Salt Lake Country Club. That's mm-hmm. kind of the premier country club in the area and a, not an easy feat. I know it's something that they struggled with for a long time is finding kind of a home course. You know, when you went to BYU, which is about 40 minutes down the road, you guys always had an affiliated golf course, and that was a big part of, I think, building the program. So as part of this turnaround, you could hear him, Garrett, talk about the uh, investment that the university had to make with the golf sure. program in order to help grow what he's growing. And I think he told us afterwards that he's moved up a hundred spots uh, in, in the rankings. So he's, he's, he's been working hard and, and trying to build the program and plucking guys from all over the globe. Yeah. Plucking guys from uh, what Sweden 
in Spain. And he's brought in some good players from, from in-state as well. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you have to do. You have to go find, find those places. The, the best golfers in the world are going to be playing in those, on those teams, uh, like, like Pepperdine and Texas and, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma state, uh, a lot of those top tier golf schools around the country. And so these guys that are trying to build their programs are going to have to go kind of think outside the box and go outside the box to, to figure out to get some of the best players around. And, and uh, he, he's been able to go out and grab a couple guys from Sweden and, and bring them in, and they've made uh, an impact on the team. Pretty interesting when he mentions his recruiting classes. You know, with football and others, you know, you got maybe 20, 25 guys coming in. He's bringing three. Yep. Uh, so he, he's got the whole country to try to find three spots, which, again, consider that, right? So not only does he have an uphill battle, but how about all the high school players out there and their uphill battle trying to find themselves a place to play college golf when a university like University of Utah, which is not a top-tier golf program at this point in time, is only picking up three, right? Yeah. So it, there's very limited spots available for these guys. And in college golf, college golf, you don't have to give uh, a scholarship and make it a full scholarship with tuition and uh, fees and books and and uh, and also living and housing and the whole nine yards. You can split the you can split the um, the scholarships so that you have more to go around for the guys that are on the team. Also brought up that bifurcation discussion, and it goes back to hour number one. We had Tom Pernice on the show, and uh, Tom, Tom was great. He shared his opinions. If you missed that interview, by the way, or the caddy who was in hour number one, you can catch it on our Twitter handle or any of your favorite podcaster sites. It's available, Twitter, at Real Golf. But obviously, Tom Pernice very in favor of having a professional set of rules for the professional golfers and an amateur set of rules for the amateur players. Yeah. Allow the amateurs to enjoy the game, grow the game, use equipment that enhances their ability to play the game, but at the highest level, maybe put some limitations on it not to eliminate golf courses and to kind of level out the field a little bit. I, that, that's kind of the things I gathered from, from Pernice, and, and yet you hear Garrett Clegg say, you know, that it's a completely different game. You can't just go switching this on these guys. They might find themselves, they get to college, and let's say it changes at the college ranks, they're going to have to figure out how to play again. It's a whole new game. Do you buy into that, or do you think the best players would adapt and be able to figure it out very quickly? Well, the best players will be able to adapt. They'll be able to figure it out, but it's going to take a little bit. It's, there's going to be a learning curve. The, you know, this all came about when um, Ping introduced the iron that uh, that was basically the cavity back and the perimeter-weighted iron. Uh, it allowed players to allow the club to be more forgiving, uh, it was better for the consumer, but the players, the elite players on tour, they've they've gotten better and better. Now there are players, uh, the majority of players probably on tour that play a um, blade type of an iron, and they continue to um, to play those types of irons. But there's a lot of still a lot of technology in those irons now compared to what they used to be as far as those forged irons were concerned. Now, if you have to go back to the persimmon woods and the persimmon three wood and, and that kind of thing, um, then it becomes a little bit more difficult. And if you got a golf ball, that's a little bit more spinny then if guys are going to really go at it and hit it hard, they've got to learn how to control it. I think they will be able to learn how to do it, but it's going to put a lot of guys at a disadvantage. And if the, if the college ranks, understand that that's what's going to happen when they come out of college. Those guys will start to uh, to adapt to that 
before they even get into the professional ranks. Yeah, it's interesting. It would definitely be a major, major shift. That's why this continues to be such a huge story as to what may or may not happen. But again, as we pointed out, the local rule clause in what the USGA findings and and report is uh, definitely opens the door to that bifurcation discussion. All right, with the Arnold Palmer Invitational going on this week, uh, I thought it would be kind of fun to share some stories about Arnold Palmer. Uh, obviously, the one that, that stands out for me when I think of uh, the Caspers and, and Arnold Palmer is, of course, the 66 U.S. Open mm-hmm. at, you know, in, at the Olympic Club in San Francisco. That you know, Your dad down seven shots with nine holes to play. I, I mean, give us a little bit of background on that story. Well, it was interesting. My dad was, like you said, was, it was seven down with nine holes to play. Arnold looked like he had an opportunity to um, set the scoring record for the U.S. Open and, uh, had, and had that seven-shot lead. And my dad said to him, and he, he, as they were walking to the 10th tee, he said, Arnold, if I can't, if, it looks like I'm not going to win, but he said, I definitely want to finish second. And Arnold said, Billy, I'll try and help you do that. So um, I'll do my best to help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to help you finish second. So it ended up that my dad tied him after uh, regulation play the 72nd hole and they went on to a playoff the next day and my dad beat him in the playoff. Um, hence Arnold didn't get the scoring record and my dad didn't finish second. He finished first. Um, but the, one of the things that I really thought was cool was when they were walking off the final green, um, kind of almost arm in arm had, had their arms around each other and they were both smiling and uh, the professionalism that Arnold exuded. Yeah, well, and your dad apologized, right, for yeah, beating he him. Yeah, <laughs> He said, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Um, you know, it's just one of those one of those things. I, I want to know: was that a little gamesmanship by Billy Casper on that ninth green, our tenth tee box, saying, uh, "Hey, I want to finish second? Was he was that, or was he just being genuinely uh, trying to keep it light? I think he was just trying to. Uh, you know, he, he didn't ever say it was gamesmanship or anything like that. I think he was just trying to keep it, you know, keep it on the up and up. Arnold, I want to finish second if I can't finish first. <laughs> That's an amazing story. You know, I remember the only time I really got a chance to meet Arnold Palmer. We, Your dad uh, invited us to the Champions Locker Room there at Augusta, uh, one, one Masters Tuesday. And he, Arnold Palmer come walking, came walking in the door. And Billy goes, let me introduce you. So we walk over, and Arnold's only a few steps into the door, and we're standing there, and Billy introduces me as your radio co-host, and uh, that we do a radio show, and Arnold shook my hand, and then he says, okay, go ahead. And I said, go ahead what? And he goes, you want to interview me? <laughs> I'm like, right here in the middle of the Champions locker room with everybody around? No, no, not going to do that. Yeah, there was all, a rain delay. It was during a rain delay. It was packed yeah. in there, and the last thing I was going to do is pull out a microphone inside the Champions locker room <laughs> and, and interview the king, Arnold Palmer, but I always appreciated his graciousness, and uh, man, that was a, quite a thrill uh, to be able to meet the king, Arnold Palmer, as the tour players compete at the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up the show next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, fairway woods, irons, and hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction gear. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. A reminder, the new Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X comes out from Callaway next week. You can pre-order today at CallawayGolf.com. Thanks to Tom Pernice Jr., Garrett Clegg, head uh, coach for the Utah Utes men's golf team, and uh, the caddy stopping by as well. Some really fun discussions today on the show. If you missed it, it's at your favorite podcaster site, or you can catch it on our Twitter feed, at Real Golf as well. Uh, loved reminiscing about that story with Arnold Palmer. You know, there's there was something about the Palmer that was just cool. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. in today's game, they would you know the pundits would probably break down his swing and say he never has a chance with that awkwardness. But man, there was just something exciting to go back and watch the way he went about playing the game and the way he paced the golf course and you know just the. I I don't know. I mean, you saw him play a lot more in person than I did, but man, the guy knew how to work that golf ball. You know, there there was a a, a dynamic thing about him, and uh, people loved him. The other thing was, is he had the machismo. He had the, you know, the... The stuff, man. The stuff. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The stuff. 
And it, it was pretty fun to watch him and, and pretty fun to see how he performed. He was a guy that carried the torch for the PGA Tour and brought it and ushered it into the era of getting it on television and that kind of thing. And, and that's what people loved about him. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, 95 professional wins, unbelievable. 62 on the PGA Tour puts him on fifth on the all-time list of, uh, of champs. And, uh, of course, uh, four times a winner at the Masters Got the U.S. Open in 1960, twice an Open champion, and just never quite got the Grand Slam there at the PGA Championship. Tied for second three times. Arnold Palmer, the king, and they celebrate him this week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. For Bob Casper, for our producer Dave Glauser, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week. Players' Championship Edition of Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 